0: Sign energy and Libra is ruled by Venus. Mars is going to be in detriment here, meaning that he won't be able to express himself how he typically would or how he would normally want to. Mars is going to be held back in similar ways to how Taurus is because Venus rules both Taurus and Libra. But besides the detriment, there are really good things that we see with the Libra Mars. Libra is the sign of balance and harmony, but it's also the sign of others. And when I mean others, I mean other people, your relationships. It's not a sign that really thinks too much in terms of the self. Libra really thinks in terms of others, and they often even see themselves through others. So when Mars is in Libra, we see someone who puts a great deal of energy towards others. A lot of the time, these people's main focus in life will be to form emotional attachments, which is kind of ironic (laughs) with how blasé and aloof Libra placements are known for being. Libra is an air sign. I know people often overlook the fact that Libra is an air sign because Libras are known for being flirty and they get the whole love connotation attached to them, but they are still an air sign. That's my PSA of the day. Libra is still an air sign, which means they will always be more logical, than they will be emotional. For a Libra Mars to put their energy into forming attachments seems a little strange because, well, (laughs) Libra often leaves those attachments. They're known for, again, being a flirt and not always sticking to the commitments that they make. So while these people want to put a lot of effort towards others and towards relationships, they don't want to be the aggressor. Remember, Mars is in detriment here, meaning The way that a Libra Mars takes action is going to be different and they don't want to be the aggressor in the relationship or just not even romantic relationships but also just friendships. They are often the ones that are like, you come to me. If you want me, come talk to me and we'll figure it out. They like being chased or sought after. The rough and tumble nature of Mars is tempered in this placement. We see people who don't like brash behavior and they look for a partner that is sophisticated and has an appealing aesthetic. Besides putting their energy into emotional endeavors, these people always channel Mars in a way of art and beauty. So if they're not forming connections, if they're not looking to put their energy towards other people, then they're usually putting their energy towards art, hobbies, things that are beautiful, <laughs> things that, are, that inspire beauty. They have a keen eye for symmetry, and they can often be skilled. In the literary arts, and they just know how to make things beautiful. They're really good at decorating and designing. It's honestly fascinating to see Mars channeled in this way because you have Mars, who is known for being Mars (laughs) brash and abrasive and in your face. And then you pair it with Libra, and you have to reconcile the Libra ways. You have to reconcile how Libra loves love and art and beauty and the aesthetic with Mars, who doesn't care about beauty and aesthetics because they're being Mars, they're brash, and they're in your face. So marrying these two is so interesting. You see someone who just is really good (laughs) at aesthetics and really good at making people like them. Besides being good at art and uh, forming attachments with other people, they value fairness above all, as you know, any Good lieber placement would. So, if you're playing a sport or a board game with these people, the rules must be followed, and everyone will get the rundown of the game and how it's played before the game is started. So, while they might not be the best at sports, they are definitely the best referee. And to kind of go off of the whole thing about them not being good at sports, while they're not the most domineering presence in the room, they do know how to make a charming and lasting first impression, which is why they're able to form all these attachments. It's so hard to pin down what they are in their essence because, again, they're an air sign, so that's hard to pin down in general. But the feeling I get from the Libra Mars is they're kind of as low-key as they can possibly be. They love fairness, and they really just want you to think that they're cute. (laughs) That's really what I get from a Libra Mars. They want to charm you, and... They're almost aggressive about it in the way they go about it, but you don't know because they make you chase them. It's a very interesting combination, like I said at the beginning. All right, now for the interesting part. Last week, I went through all the weapons for each sign, and they were cool. They were fun. This week, it was a little bit harder. <laughs> These signs are, have a little bit of a different relationship to Mars, so some of the weapons are a little offbeat, but bear with me. A Libra Mars's weapon is their grace. You cannot tell me that Libra Mars gets an actual weapon because they don't need it. One, they're going to have everybody else jumping to defend them because everybody loves them because they're so graceful and wonderful. And two, Libra just isn't that sign. (laughs) It is not the sign. Taurus did get a sword and uh, I did say that they rarely use it. They will use it, but they don't want to. Both of them being ruled by Venus. It just, I'm sorry. Libra, you didn't get a weapon, but your grace is your weapon and you know how to use it. You command a room and you get people to fall in love with you, and it, you don't need to attack anyone because people are going to do it for you. The motto that really goes with them is you catch more flies with honey. And that is how a Libra Mars walks through this world. They walk through this world being very graceful and attentive and attractive, and people just fall in love with them and do everything for them. Mars and Scorpio. This is water sign energy and uh, Scorpio is ruled by Mars. So leaving Libra and going into Scorpio, Mars is going to be back in its domicile and it will be happy once again. I know that Libra sounded a little strange, but that's because it is strange. It's such an enchanting placement. And even with it being in detriment, it's still enchanting. Anyway, we're talking about Scorpio now. So while Aries is an all out in your face type of action, Scorpio is more under the radar. But don't get it twisted. Just because Scorpio Mars is under the radar doesn't mean they lack the intensity that Aries has. It's actually quite the opposite. These people are resourceful, and if they want to succeed in something, they will. Where there's a will, there's a way, is the phrase that comes to mind for them. You won't see their efforts on the surface, and they're never going to break a sweat in front of you, but behind the scenes, these people are constantly grinding. The way they move is direct, disciplined, and calculating. They don't like wasting time or energy. So they move in these measured out and really calculated ways where they almost calculate their energy expenditure. It's like, okay, I can spend X amount of time on this to maximize it. And they're doing it in a way that's going to benefit them the most. They really just want their energy to be placed in a place where it gets them the furthest ahead. But that doesn't mean they're putting their energy towards the thing that will make them the most successful. Remember, it is Scorpio. They can hold a grudge and they can be petty. So it doesn't mean that they're putting all their energy into their goals per se, but they are putting their energy towards something and they are being very calculated about it. Their sexual life is passionate and typically has a sprinkle of jealousy and hidden resentment within their relationship. If wronged, these people have the capacity to seek revenge, but they generally deem that a waste of time and energy. Instead, they just end up being argumentative and emotional towards their partners most of the time. So before when I said that a Scorpio might, you know, seek revenge or want to uh, go about being petty, I'll say... They can do that. And if they do it, it will be very calculated and no one will know. But this placement does see it as kind of a waste of time. They'd rather just make your life a little bit miserable every single day. Incrementally miserable instead of an all-out attack, I'll say. So basically they're moody and they'll never pass up the chance to stir the pot with their partner if they're feeling bored. They have all this excess intensity lying around. And sometimes they just take a little bit of it and throw it at their partner, again, just for fun, just to see what sticks, see what happens. I can't stress how calculating this placement is. Mars fuels Scorpio in a very internal way. Aries is an outer rage, and it's explosive. Scorpio takes that and internalizes it, making them implosive. So Scorpio Mars also needs to find an outlet for their rage. They seethe on the inside, and that pressure needs to be released so they don't snap. I told the Aries Mars people that they needed to find some sort of boxing or physical outlet. Scorpio Mars needs to do the same. It doesn't have to be something physical, but it does have to be something that releases a little bit of that pressure before they explode. The weapon for the Scorpio Mars is actually my favorite out of the whole crew, and the weapon is poison, specifically a poison dart. A Scorpio Mars is the type of person to poison someone from across the room at a really elegant dinner party, and then they want to watch the chaos unfold. Basically, at every murder mystery party, the Scorpio Mars is the murderer. (laughs) They make the best murder because they're so unassuming. You don't realize it. They're so sneaky in their means and the way that they go about it. It's entertaining. It It makes great TV. It makes a great evening if you are playing murder mystery games. The Scorpio Mars is the one but they're never going to be outright about their intentions or the way that they're going about things. They don't want you to know their plans. They don't want you to know what they're doing. So poison is a good way to be not traced. So, they, so people can't trace your steps. And I think a Scorpio Mars would appreciate that. Mars and Sagittarius. This is fire sign energy and Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Mars in Sagittarius is bold and independent. We see someone who's adventurous and often wants to be dashing off onto their next great expedition. The problem is, they get easily distracted along the way. This placement reminds me of the absent minded hero or someone who's definitely the main character, but they need the assistance of their teachers, their mentors, their sidekicks, and the various side characters along the way to actually complete anything. They need all these other people to help keep them on track. These natives are typically all in when they first start something. But being ruled by Jupiter gives them a love of everything. So when Jupiter and Mars team up, we see someone who has a lot of drive, thank you Mars, but is often scattered in their execution because they have so many things they want to do. Thank you Jupiter. Mars is like a lightning bolt in this position. Whenever the idea, urge, or notion strikes a Sagittarius Mars, they can't help but follow it. Although they tend to be scattered, they can accomplish things. And at lightning speed too. Remember I said Mars is like a lightning bolt and it's not just a physical lightning bolt that hits them with an idea, but it also manifests in the way that these people move quick and they're bouncing from one thing to another. And when they can harness that energy properly, they can accomplish a lot in a small amount of time. They can accomplish all those things in a short amount of time because they finally got themselves organized. But The organization typically doesn't happen unless they have the help of the cast and crew I mentioned previously. Their sex lives are just as adventurous as they are. They often have many lovers and they like to keep their options open. Forming those heavy emotional attachments will only weigh them down and it's going to prevent them from going on their grand adventure. A Sagittarius Mars is always going to choose adventure over love. That's just how it is because they love adventures more than anything in the world. The way these natives move through the world is quick and often impulsive. They listen to the wind and soon after follow it. They also talk as quick as they move, which makes them witty and charming. Even if they sometimes do put their foot in their mouth, there's something about this placement that it just, it's funny. They come off as very funny and jovial. And that wit helps them make great first impressions, which they're going to need. Because again, it takes a village to get this hero to the end of their adventure. The weapon here, of course, has to be a bow and arrow. I am sorry, my Sagittarius Mars people, but that is what you get. You are the only zodiac sign with a weapon, and I am not going to do Sagittarius dirty by giving them some other kind of weapon. So, bow and arrow it is. And the reason I also picked this is because the laser focus. These people have the ability to accomplish so much. And again, in a short amount of time, they can do it, they can get it done. They just need to focus they need to take their bow and arrow. They need to aim and keep it steady. And if they can do that, they will hit their mark every time. Mars and Capricorn. This is Earth sign energy, and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Mars is exalted in Capricorn, meaning that he's also pretty happy here. And now you might be wondering why Mars would be happy with Capricorn. Well, this is the placement of people who I'm sure could take over the world if they all got together in a room and sat down for like a week. (laughs) If they all just got together and plotted, I am sure the Mars and Capricorn people could take over the world, no doubt, because you're taking that workaholic energy of Capricorn and also the wisdom of Saturn and combining it with the will and determination of Mars. These people are a force, but a restricted, determined, and responsible one. So the reason I say they could take over the world is for all those reasons I just said, but the reason they won't take over the world is because they have a higher sense of duty and they are responsible with their power. Capricorn's the dad of the zodiac and Mars is the warrior. So we're getting major emperor slash dad vibes here. We're getting someone who's in charge, but it's also someone who you respect and trust. These natives are commanding and magnetic. They have insurmountable strength and endurance. They can hold out and keep going for a really long time. And patience is a virtue that these people are born with. They're self reliant and they accomplish their tasks with ease. All of their energy is direct and meaningful, similar to Scorpio, except Capricorn is putting energy towards things that will further their success and best serve them in the long run. So, in a roundabout way, I had said Scorpio can be petty. Well, Capricorn is not. Capricorn has no time for petty endeavors or revenge or anything like that. Or even just fun. Anything that seems frivolous, a Capricorn Mars has no time for that. They only have time to expend energy towards things that will further them towards their goals and help them ultimately reach success. Sexually, these people are hot and cold. They have the ability to be extremely romantic, but something about it seems hollow. It's almost like they're coming at things from a studied perspective instead of a natural one. It's like they read a book on romance and now they know how to be the best at it, which is why I think they still seem cold even when they're being romantic. That's a really interesting thing about uh, a Mars in Capricorn. They have uh, the ability to be sensual and sexual, but they just aren't. And again, it's because it seems so studied. It seems like, okay, I took a class on sex 101. Now I know how to be the best and achieve sexual fulfillment. That's what I get from a Mars in Capricorn. So yeah, they'll get the job done, but it's going to be more of a a lesson, I guess, (laughs) than an actual enjoyable experience. There's also a propensity towards having an affair with someone older, which is definitely a Saturn thing. Again, Saturn is the granddaddy, you know, grandfather clock, Cronus, Father Time. That's who Saturn is. So, having a Mars in Capricorn, for some reason, you might be attracted to older people, for whatever reason. That's a personal thing. But if you are someone with a Mars in Capricorn, you'll you might be attracted to older people. No big deal. With their strong work ethic, they have no problem being in the public eye, and will often end up there at some point in their lives but it will usually be later in life that this happens. Because Capricorn and Mars is pretty much using their whole life to achieve success, whatever success is to them, whether it be a good job, money, a really big family, anything like that. Success is defined differently by different people. And that's why I don't like to say that Capricorn is all about money, because money is only one form of success. So whatever success is to you, if you're Capricorn Mars, that's what you'll be. Aiming towards your whole life, and you most likely won't get there until you're a little bit older and you can thank Saturn for that. The weapon that I chose for them is a guided missile. And that's because they're precise in their efforts and they will make sure that any attack that they launch is going to hit the intended target. Again, it's all about success and really making sure that the effort you're putting in is being directed and it's not going to waste. Capricorn does not like waste in any type of way, and they don't like waste to the point that sometimes it's hard for them to even rest. So I would say, while Mars is happy here, these people should learn a balance. Yes, it's good to execute your energy well and be that guided missile, but also know you don't always have to push the launch button. Mars and Aquarius. This is air sign energy, and Aquarius is ruled by Saturn as well. Since Aquarius is an air sign, we're going to see mental pursuits being the main mode of action here. These people are quick thinkers and have very active minds. While they come up with a lot of ideas, they won't actually take any physical action until they've mentally thought everything through, and then they'll finally commit to the plan. They're very logical about the way that they move through the world. Everything needs to make sense to them before they commit to something. Aquarius Mars natives like being around other people. And they like working on a ton of random hobbies or projects that they've gotten themselves into. And the reason they have so many projects and hobbies is because their mind is constantly moving, so they need to keep it busy with something. They tend not to like sharing responsibilities or working in large groups. And this is because they have a vision in their mind. Remember, they've thought everything out before they committed to a plan, so they don't want anyone to come in and ruin the plan. So you have this Aquarius moros, Who has literally laid everything out on the table, every move, every step from start to finish. And then you have someone like an Aries Mars or a Sagittarius Mars who would come in and just completely bulldoze that plan, skip over three steps, turn things around, and it would enrage the Aquarius Mars. So they would rather work alone in most situations. Since it's Aquarius, we're gonna see people who have the rights of others on their mind it's the humanitarian sign. They will often take up a charitable cause or even go a step further and devote their lives to certain humanitarian efforts. If they don't devote their lives to a single cause, we see someone who lives their entire existence thinking of their impact on others and the world around them. So even if they aren't the friendliest, thank you Saturn, (laughs) at all times, and tend to live in their heads, they mean well. And they're always thinking about how to put their energy towards other people. But it's not like it is with Libra. Libra is putting their efforts towards others so they can get love and affection and attention and be fawned over. Whereas Aquarius is putting their energy into others so they can help them. They don't want people to attach to them. They would honestly rather be an anonymous, nameless donor or, you know, hero of the night. They don't want the recognition. They truly just want to help other people. And since they put so much effort into helping other people, they often understand human nature very well and can be quite intuitive about others. An Aquarius Mars would not be happy with me saying that they have this intuitive nature because they're so logical, but at the end of the day, they are extremely intuitive. Sexually, these people are ambivalent. And what I mean by that is, there seem to be bigger and better things on an Aquarius Mars' mind than sex. Obviously, they're human, and they are completely void of a sex drive. They just go back and forth between this extreme passion and then extreme detachment. The weapon I chose for Aquarius Mars is their discernment. And it's just kind of like Libra. These air signs, air signs all got really obscure ones. Gemini was a pen, Libra is their grace, and now Aquarius is their discernment. But what I mean by their discernment is they are amazing judges. And not always judges of character so much, but more so of circumstances and events. And that's because they spend all their time thinking. I truly think that an Aquarius Mars thinks more than any other sign. They live completely in their head and it goes non-stop. So they have thought out every scenario to every situation that they've put their mind towards. If they are thinking about something, they know how it could play out. A million different ways, front and back. If they give you advice, or they tell you to do something, you should really take it into consideration, or just flat out follow it, because their discernment and their mind is their greatest weapon. I'm just glad they use it for good. Mars and Pisces. This is water sign energy, and Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. Pisces is pure emotion, and that's no surprise. So when Mars is under Pisces, we see someone who has immense emotional strength. When this position is working well, these natives can almost command their emotions and are able to carry a really heavy emotional burden. They're almost like an emotional drill sergeant in a way. They really just know how to command and manipulate emotions in this really impressive way when this placement is working well. But when it's not working well, Their emotions become really large and in charge, and often get away from them, and then they get the best of them, and they topple over the person, and they really have to scramble to kind of get things back in order. But that whole them being toppled by their emotions thing doesn't last too long. Again, Mars gives them the energy to really get it together and kind of bottle up their emotions again and put them back to where they need to be. This resiliency, this emotional resiliency, tends to make them take on the emotional responsibilities of others and they do it naturally because they're naturally emotional so they really don't mind if you have the friend who is always willing to listen to your emotional problems or someone who just really gets you emotionally and can shoulder a heavy emotional burden they are most likely a mars and pisces and not only do they shoulder the burden but the key is that they understand it because a less emotional sign could also technically shoulder an emotional burden but they're not actually carrying it because they don't feel it whereas Pisces is carrying the burden with you and they're feeling it with you these people have big imaginations and they put their energy towards artistic and imaginative activities many people with this placement become artists or they at least use art as their outlet Aries Mars people like to box Pisces Mars people like to paint and play instruments whatever works for you find your outlet This is my second PSA of the day, (laughs) which is please find your outlet. No matter if you are the calmest person in the room or the angriest person in the room, it does not matter. We all have a Mars placement and we all need to find an outlet that works for us. Some will have to let off steam every single day, some might only have to do it once in a while, but we need to get comfortable with our anger, we need to get comfortable with our aggression and when we do that, I think we'll really see that we grow in unexpected ways. All right, back to Pisces. Sex needs to be passionate and sensual for these natives. They use sex as a means to get closer to their partners, and they want to lose themselves in the other person. They have such deep emotions, so sex is very, very emotionally charged for them. Even if it's a one-night stand, they are going to get kind of attached or at least feel the emotions of this person. And it might freak the other person out. I don't recommend many one night stands for a Pisces Mars or Pisces people in general. It can be really hard for them because they just become attached to people. They are the true empaths. Everyone is an empath to some degree, but Pisces are born empaths and they just suck up other people's emotions. It's no wonder that sex is such a Deep felt thing for them. And since it is felt so deeply, they're often disappointed in love and they feel like their affections are never returned in full. As a Pisces Mars, they're going to have all these emotions and they're going to give them to other people. They're going to be projecting those emotions on everyone, but especially their lovers. And when it doesn't get returned, it's not going to feel great. It's not going to feel good for them. If you have two Pisces Mars together, they'd just be throwing emotions back and forth all day, but that's not healthy either. So a Pisces Mars really needs to find someone who can take those emotions, but also still make them feel valued. The way they move through the world is through their feelings. Mars heightens their senses, allowing them to become extremely aware of the world around them, almost annoyingly so, for themselves and people around them. They notice everything, every little shift, And it can be really anxiety-inducing at times. Imagine, I mean, some of you are Pisces Mars, but for those of us that aren't, just imagine noticing every single little shift in the room. Someone new walks in, that's new energy. Someone exits the room, they took energy with them or they left energy behind. It's this constant, constant influx of energy all around them and they're taking it in. So that just sounds extremely anxiety-inducing, having to keep up with that. So since they're noticing all this stuff, they're just constantly collecting emotional data, emotional information from the world around them. And since they're collecting all that information, the way that I like to put it is, this Mars placement has all the receipts at all times. They will always remember what you did, what you said, all of it. So you really can't get much past a Pisces Mars. The weapon for them is a landmine. And the reason I picked a landmine is because they seem unassuming and they seem like everything's okay until somebody steps on that landmine. They might step on it themselves. Someone else might have stepped on it. But remember, they are shouldering a massive emotional burden all the time. And it gets stored in those landmines. They have them play strategically. And if someone steps on it, boom, <laughs> there you go. It's gone. I really do think sometimes that a Pisces Mars steps on it themselves because there's sometimes they're so overwhelmed with emotion and there's no other way to get it out but exploding. So Pisces Mars people, like everyone else, find your outlet, but I know sometimes you just need to explode and cry and have a fit and then you'll wrap it all back up. Those are the Mars placements for Libra through Pisces. We have officially finished all of the Mars placements. If you want more moon content before next week, go find me on Instagram at moonmatters.astro. Please like and subscribe to the podcast, as well as leave a rating or review. You know those things help me out so much, and I can't believe it's the end of the year already. We're at 19 episodes now, and we're going to start the new year with the 20th episode, and I am so excited. Alright moon babes, I'll see you all later.